thoughts and what you're saying, yeah Only pair of jays are where he was playing it Retro, let's go, I feel like let's go What's up everybody, you're tuning in to Kickback Sports, episode 5 I'm your host Brenna Willett, here with your co-host Alex Hunt And today we're going to be starting our divisional breakdowns in the NFL Starting here with the NFC East And we're going to start with the worst team and the most controversial team, the Washington Redskins the Redskins decided to wipe out their whole entire coaching staff, fire everyone, fire Bruce Allen, just leaving Dan Snyder there to figure things out. They go ahead and pick up Ron Rivera as their head coach and Jack Del Rio as defensive coordinator. The big culture change down there. have a big draft class with getting Chase Young, uh, got a t- tackle from LSU, um, Antonio Gibbons, a running back, he was wide receiver that they're going to use as a specialist. And then another wide receiver from Liberty that looks like he could be a special talent in a really talented draft class. So it looks like the culture change down there could be a big difference. I think Dwayne Haskins finally has a coach that will have his back. And I can, I can see them it's going in the right direction this year. Nothing special. Four to seven wins, but they're, they're going to be going in the right direction for sure. Yeah, I hear that right. You you had you said seven, seven I, wins. All the way up to the seven. They could click all the way to four to seven wins. I mean, I, I agree. They they did address a lot of needs in the draft. I mean, Chase Young's a freaking monster. He's definitely going to be a, a franchise player for them. It's going to help them out a lot. But other than that, I mean, the guys that I thought they drafted, they're, they're project guys. I mean, they're guys with a lot of raw talent, but uh, none of them are really ready just to hop into a starting role yet. And then another thing that I think that they did poorly of this offseason was filling other positions in need. I mean, the wide receiver position especially, Terry McLaurin, is, he's turning into a beast. But other than that, there's a huge, huge question mark there. I don't even know who their, who their number two is. Like mean, Kelvin Trey Quinn, I guess, if you want to say that's the number two. But is that, that's not even number two. That's just someone they throw in the slot and hope for the best. I mean, like uh, in offensive line, is it, I mean, they got Sheriff, uh, Sadiq Charles in the fourth round. I mean, he played well for, for LSU the last couple of years. But, I mean – yeah, they, they, they just that line in the tight end position. I mean, they picked up Thaddeus Moss um, after the draft and signed him. Uh, they got Logan Thomas, a tight end. Huge, huge value in Thaddeus there, in my opinion. I think so too. I think zero drops. If he, did, if he didn't have, if he didn't have foot surgery, he would have been drafted fourth, fifth round easily. And then we just get an undrafted beast, hopefully. So, and I mean, he's nothing special run blocking, but I, I would love to see him do something. Out there and, then, and, then, and then what do you think about the secondary? How, how do you feel about the secondary? Secondary is still questionable. I wish we addressed that a little bit more to uh, Landon Collins. And, I mean, we, we signed uh, that guy from the Eagles who's going to – like on a one-year deal. Um, his name's Darby. escaping me. Darby. Ronald Darby. Yeah, yeah. So, hopefully him and Landon Collins can figure something out. And then it's a good thing that Dunbar's not on our team anymore because Dunbar's got a lot more issues to worry about than uh, football right now. He's really worrying about football too much. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. So, but I think I think the Redskins. It's not going to be a good year, but that it's definitely it's uh, it's the first time in my life that I have actually been pr- almost proud to be a Redskins fan and think that something could be happening right. And Dan Snyder is not a complete idiot. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. They are they're in the right direction. Like I mean, drafting Chase Young that was the best move that they could have made. I mean, he's a generational player, but. That I think they definitely have a lot more work to do. Haskins, I'm not sold on him. Uh, I mean, as of going into this season, before anyone's thrown a pass, I'd probably 
rank him 29th, 30th, 31st. In, Honestly, I, I agree. And there's just in my quarter in my quarter. I mean, it's, I'm excited to see what Rivera does with them. I mean, he's a, I, I like Rivera. He brought, I mean, he made Cam, uh, went to a Super Bowl in 2015. He's a good coach. But yeah, uh, the other thing about Haskins is Gruden didn't even want him as a quarterback. So it's hard to have a quarterback that's supposed to be your franchise quarterback when your head coach doesn't even want you to be the quarterback. So exactly. And another thing is he didn't, he didn't really get the, I mean, what do you, when did he start starting? Like week, week five, week six, I think something, but yeah, something like that. But I mean, I, I think with, with the delayed off season program, the, the same thing might happen to him again. You know, I think Revere is going to say, look, I mean, you're 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 the guy in Washington, but we've we haven't really had time to go over the playbook. Kyle Allen knows it like the back of his hand right now. I mean, he was he was Revere's quarterback last year. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Kyle Allen a couple starts, waiting for him to do poorly. I, I don't know if he'll get the starts, but I still don't even like that we gave up a fifth round pick for Kyle Allen. I understand the thought process and everything behind it, but I would have rather had that fifth round pick than go ahead and get a backup quarterback. I agree. You could. I mean, you. I mean. A lot of the a lot of the Redskins fans that I know like to rip on Case, but I mean you get you you get the same thing out of Case you're gonna get from Kyle Kyle Allen. Exactly, it's it's it was a replacement for cheaper, I guess. So, so it, but they did get that pick back with the uh, with the Dunbar trade. So it really it was it was Dunbar for Kyle Allen if you really look at it, which looks which, sad, is, which is terrible trade. Yeah, but. It looks like it, it would it work in their favor with his legal issues right now. Yeah, it looks like uh, – man, these NFL coaches know something I don't, man, because every, every time I think they do something stupid, Dunbar decides to pull a gun on someone apparently. So. My, um, my record for the Redskins next year, um, I have them winning no more than four games. And, I, and I think, I think they, will, they will definitely get a top five pick. And they could if, – if Dwayne Haskins – plays the way that he played this year, um, then I think that they will uh, – and they get the number one pick, that they will consider Trevor Lawrence with that pick. Honestly, and I wish Haskins is the guy, but if that happens, that's not the end of the world to me. It's not the end of the world at all. No. I, I was fine with if, – if we didn't draft Chase Young and traded a draft pick away, everything in my room would be destroyed and I would not be a Redskins fan anymore. I just want to point that out too because that would have been the dumbest thing. And I've witnessed some dumb things. I've witnessed, witnessed signing Albert Hainsworth for a gazillion dollars to be terrible. And Big Elb. Yeah, just Big Elb. Yeah. Well, now that moves us over to the New York Giants and a Daniel Jones who has no protection with a Saquon Barkley massified man. I have that team with a decent – around the same probably four wins, but I, I like them trying to address the line problems that they have, but I just don't think Andrew Thomas with the fourth pick at the draft was a good idea. Um, I mean, well, just them them taking an offensive lineman. Like, it, I, it at this point, like, I mean, yeah, in my opinion, I would have gone with Wirfs or um, Wirfs or Wills over uh, over Thomas, but with the, with the line they've had for the last couple of years – I think Thomas will definitely be a big improvement. I mean, he's – you don't have to worry about off-field issues. He's super smart. He's was the best run blocker in that draft class, which when you have a running back like Saquon Barkley, I think that's going to be, like, crucial to um, crucial. to helping him, you know, be more of the focal point – or even though he is the focal point of that offense, but uh, just, just making him really just run wild. Um, 
other than that, I mean, I think they made huge – or not not really huge, but good uh, defensive moves. They signed uh, – they, they got two linebackers. I think uh, one of them was the uh, – the dude Blake Martinez from uh, from Green Bay, who's led the league and t- he's led the league in tackles a couple times. They also or, picked, or he's been up there. They picked up uh, Xavier McKinney too, and that was that was a good. That pick. was that was a huge value pick at the in, in the second round. I mean, I thought I thought the Cowboys were going to take him at at uh, in the first round, and they yeah. and, the, and then he falls in your lap, but yes. And he fell to the Giants, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they they signed James Bradbury too. Um, you know, Janoris Jenkins was their best corner last year until they got rid of him, and he was atrocious. Uh, I think they're they're another team that's moving in the right direction. I mean, uh, Leonard, Leonard Floyd, and then uh, and then one guy I'm excited for in the Giants this year is uh, O'Shane Exemines from uh, from ODU, drafted in the third round last year. It's a little uh, VB biased, but seven, seven five seven product. Uh, you know, I think he he he'll compete for a. Uh, for a starting job this year. And I think he's one of those guys that's flying under the radar that, you know, could be a beast. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Their draft class was pretty good too. They, they had two, they addressed two secondary issues. They got a corner cornerback from UCLA. Uh, and then the rest is basically offensive line. So they're really just trying to make sure Daniel Jones can hold on to a football and Saquon can run freely. So that the NFC East, was garbage last year, but man, no man. In the next couple of years, that could just turn out. Oh, everyone's everyone's on the rise. Yeah, everyone's on the rise. I mean, like the other than and back to the line on the Giants. I mean, uh, I forgot. I forgot Will Hernandez, who they drafted last year. He's starting to come into his own too. The right side of their line is starting to. Their their right guard, right tackle. I mean, with that little Thomas Hernandez combo, I mean that could be. That could be huge for them in like the development of Daniel Jones as well as you know, keeping Saquon happy. Yeah, and honestly, I hate to say Dan, Daniel Jones does look like he could be something special too if he can not if he can fix fumbling problems. I don't, I don't even know a quarterback who's had fumbling. Fumbling, fumbling problems, and, and he he also had – he had the highest percentage of intercept – he didn't throw the most interceptions, but he had the highest percentage of interceptable balls last year. Yeah, so, I mean – little, so- little inaccuracy problems, but, I mean – yeah, I mean, he had he had a couple games last year where he was throwing for three hundred some yards, four touchdowns. Like he he definitely showed flashes that you know he could be the guy in in New York. Yeah, I mean the, the NFC East is just going to be a cool division. Like there's there's nothing else to say, especially now that CD Lamb has joined the Dallas Cowboys already stacked skills and offensive line. So that looks like I'm calling the Eagles. And the Cowboys, that's going to be a battle to the end. But I see the Cowboys at that probably 10, 10 to even 12 win mark if they can figure it all out and actually establish a steam. Mike McCarthy, I think, was a good hire. I think he did some big things with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's not going to turn Dak Prescott into Aaron Rodgers, but I think he can take – he took Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers and made that a thing. So imagine what he can do with Zeke, Dak, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, like – you have everything you need in Dallas right now. So they, they need to win now, though, if they're going to win because they don't have the money to pay these guys in the future. Oh, yeah. No, they're def- – I mean, drafting C.D. Lamb just shows they're in win-now mode. I mean, they had – they needed a cornerback, um, bad, which they, they, they ended up getting a steal in Trayvon Diggs in the second round. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. Um, they, uh, they needed a safety, which, which they passed on, and then they also needed an edge rush. I thought they were going to take Caleb on chasing with that pick and you know um, I think McCarthy just 
stepped in there and overruled this. Let me, let me get CD. Uh, so yeah, I think they're definitely in win now mode. Um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're wide receivers in my opinion. I mean, CD hasn't played a snap yet, but after this season, I mean, I think that they'll be up there with the, uh, the Buccaneers with the best wide receiver corps in the league. I mean, you got Amari Cooper last year, 14, 1400 yards, Michael Gallup, 1100. Uh, I think CD lamb can easily get to that a thousand mark. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, Fifteen shadowing uh, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, and another thing that I expect is Zeke. I expect Zeke to have a really big bounce back year. Who is the Cowboys' backup running back? Tony Pollard. Okay. okay. Tony Pollard. He was uh, – yeah. they drafted him last year from, uh, from Memphis. Okay. So, yeah, that just isn't, that's just another skill position. I mean, Zeke doesn't even have to get all the carries then. So, that yeah, that just literally stacks them everywhere. They're going to have one of the most explosive offenses – in the league. And what, didn't Sean Lee say he's coming back another year too? That was, and that, yeah, that led me to – I wanted to talk about the defense next. They they made a lot of low-key defensive moves this year. I mean, they brought they brought back Sean Lee. So, they're having their – they got Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, deadly linebacker combo right there. LBE is a savage. Boise um, brought they, brought in, they brought in uh, – they brought in HaHa Clinton Dix for $4 million. That's 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 a, that was a good deal. Most interception since 2016. They got him for for four million dollars. Well, that, that was from the Bears, right? From the Bears, yeah. I mean, I, he was he he was quiet last year, but I I think he was good quiet. He wasn't really getting burned. wasn't making a lot of mistakes. Uh, he should definitely start into role. And then the guy that I'm most excited for this year that I think is really going to help them is Alden Smith. Alden Smith. That's Alden the, Smith, that's a name that we haven't heard in a long time. I mean, will he get reinstated or something? It's been reinstated. It's been reinstated for about two months now. Of course, the Cowboys are just the ones who decide, hey, let's go. Let's, let's ride with it. Dude, come, dude, he's like 282, 75, 285 right now. Says he's faster than he's ever been, stronger than he's ever been. If he, if he comes back even 75%, to what he was back in like 2013, which which is a long time. That's a, it's a long, long time. time. I'm not saying he's going to come time. in there and be a beast. I mean, that was seven years ago. I mean, it's hard. He he is he's but probably going to be a beast. Though. It's a it's a huge low low risk high reward signing, and I think that that definitely that Mike McCarthy has gotten this team ready to compete with not only the NFC East but to compete with everyone else in the NFC. Yeah, oh, definitely. And it's it's always been a matter of getting out of the NFC East, too. So it's just – Exactly, that's, exactly. That's and, and we don't have to worry about those bullshit um, uh, little late-game decisions by Jason Garrett, like none of his little antics. Like, Yeah, I, I think everyone needed a fresh start, besides besides the Eagles, obviously. They, they, they got a ring, like, what, that was three years ago now with Nick Foles, two years ago? But regardless – Every 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 NFC East team is looking promising, and it makes me more, more a lot more interested in watching uh, football. I mean, I was going to watch, but it's just. But yeah, so I think the Cowboys will will win. Uh, I'm I'm saying 11, 11 games. All right. So does, does that mean they win the division? Uh, I I one hundred percent think they that that they win the division this year. Yes. I think there's no question about it. Yeah, I, I just think if the Eagles can stay healthy and 
they actually, you know, they, they try to figure out their wide receiver problems and everything else. It's just – there's that Eagles team is just that – Well – They're good, I, man. They, they, they are good. I mean, Carson when, – when Carson Wentz is healthy, he's a, he's a really good quarterback. But that's almost – he's never healthy. He needs to stay healthy, and all their wide receivers need to stay healthy. That's Never healthy, exactly. But with the wide receivers, they have they have. Mar- I think their starting lineup's going to look like. I don't know what they're going to do with Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, and they just they got no. Jalen Rager, and you can't forget they just got Jalen Hurts. What whatever they're going to decide to do with that. I'm not. I mean, it, he's. He's he's good. I like Jalen Hurts, but he's he's gonna. I think he's gonna get in kind of like the the role that Taysom Hill has. I don't think he's like, an athlete like Taysom Hill, though. I don't think he can. Hill, uh, he's he's a pretty good athlete. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he's not like. I just I just he's don't. A pretty good athlete. I mean, but I think that um that that he's not really a game changer. He's not gonna like. I mean, having him on the field isn't gonna. Um, he he might throw some of the defenses off. Have a few good plays but it's not going to be something that's causing problems for defenses I, I just I just don't understand why that's the Eagles second round pick that I mean you, you need a backup quarterback to get because Carson Wentz gets hurt all the time but Carson Wentz is still like 25 like he's not old or anything but you got to look at it. he's I'm pretty sure he's gotten hurt every year since like like going back to like his junior year at college like he's been hurt a lot yeah like, like way more than just a torn ACL and like like maybe he was out for six weeks with a concussion like it's he's been he's got a lot of his body like different body parts that have been hurt so I think this was just hey we got an opportunity to get Jalen Hurts here we'll develop him we could use him in the role that Taysom Hill has to our advantage worst case scenario Carson Wentz is gets Washed, wears out. We have Jalen Hurts, who's been polished, ready to go for two, three years now. Yeah, I mean, it's a safety pick, but I just, I, I again, I feel like the Eagles are kind of in that win now mode too. I mean, I, I feel like they have everything. I agree. I mean, they just, they, they just traded for Darius Slay. Um, great they, add to that secondary, but pissing they, off. They signed Javon Hargrave from, uh, from Pittsburgh, who's been one of the, one of the elite run stoppers in our league. Or not? I don't know why I said our league in in the National Football League for, um, for for a few years now. But um, I think I think a problem that they're gonna have this year, uh, other than their receivers, is their offensive line. I mean, they're already. I mean, they've they've been known to have a pretty good offensive line. Um, they lost Jason Peters, so they have a new left tackle coming in. Um, Brandon Brooks, their all-pro guard, tore his Achilles a couple weeks ago. He's missing the whole season. Um, they're going to have somebody new come in there. Um, and they, then Lane, they only drafted one one tackle too, so that's that was all they addressed in the draft. So they had a they drafted a tackle last year though in the first round, and uh, and they they spent a year keeping him on the bench. So yeah, maybe maybe they will have something. He's gonna year. slot into Peters. Actually, they had him playing guard last year. I apologize. They had him playing guard last year, and he's moving over yeah. to take Jason Peters' role. But I think really the the only um, solid points they have in that line is Lane Johnson, who's also had an injury history over the past couple of years. See, Kelsey's a beast too. Yeah, he is a beast. He's it's literally he's a yeah like he was a, and that was a six round pick that just turned. But out. I think. I think that, that the Eagles 
are the worst team in the division set up for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Eagles will win the division this year with or probably the 10 to 12 win mark. Two teams are coming out of the NFC East. It's, it's going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think both of those teams can get out of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's, it's, it's cool to think that football in the NFC East is not just going to be all garbage talk. The Redskins and the Giants, yes, that will be gar- garbage talk. But it's, it's promising and starting to look a little bit like the AFC West used to look like and how bad they used to be to look at it. I don't think the Redskins and Giants are going to be – it's not like garbage talk. I mean, it's kind of like – I'd say it's kind of like putting two kids in a wheelchair in a fight together. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's still, it's still going to be even, but, like, it's just like, – You know, we, we will catch one win against Cowboys this year, though. Wait on it. I don't know when it's going to come, but it's going to come in Dallas – and Haskins is going to throw for, like, 300 yards and four touchdowns, and we're going to strap C.D. Lamb. It's going to happen. You're going to strap C.D. Lamb, and then who's going to cover Amari? And who's going to cover Michael Gallup? And then while they're being covered, and while they're being covered, what about if he fakes the handoff? Who's going to be there to, to stop Zeke? Chase Young, baby. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan. We don't even have a dynamic duo. We got a dynamic trio. You just named three de- defensive ends, and they yeah. have – so we three on the field. We don't even care. We're we're not running a four three. We're gonna run like a five two. <laughs> with two right with, with two right ends. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been episode five of Kickback Sports Talk with your host Brendan Willett and your co-host Alex Hunt. Signing off. Peace. It's a new day. Uh, making plays, Bobby Boucher. Uh, got a crib with a few mates. I feel like my name is Escobar, I go extra hard, extra regular, but I'm up a echelon.